Welcome to A Zero to A Hero. This is the new podcast for Spanish beginners from Babbel. I'm Katrina and I do have to admit that my Spanish isn't very good at all. I'm from Scotland and like most people I love traveling. I have some friends who live in Spain whom I visited before and apart from uh, una cerveza dos sangrias I haven't got much further than that in terms of speaking Spanish and um, I would love to change around the sort of typical stereotype of an English-speaking tourist abroad and really be able to have proper conversations with the locals. I'd also love to be able to chat to my Spanish colleagues at work. So those are my true motivations for hoping that I'll, I'll turn things around and, and really become conversational in Spanish. As well as that, I haven't been studying as much as I know I should have been. So I've decided to make this podcast to make myself accountable and to document all of my learning. And if you're a complete beginner or like me, have maybe fallen off the bandwagon and would like to tag along on my journey, you are in the right place. Before we start, I would like to remind our audience that you can always rewind this podcast as many times as you need to. To help me navigate my way through the Spanish language, I've gotten myself an expert, Hector Hernandez, one of the Spanish editors here at Babbel. Hello, Hector. Uh, hello, Katrina, and thanks for having me. And as you have already said, I work as an editor at Babbel, and I will be helping you become a Spanish superhero. So uh, why don't you start um, by telling me and our audience uh, what you have been struggling with? Well, as an English native speaker, the multiple conjugations in Spanish are a bit tricky and a bit of a challenge. And um, I can't really introduce myself properly, I don't think, without sounding silly. Hola, estoy, Katrina? <laughs> so I've already been going through some of the newcomer courses available on Babbel. And I do have a few questions that I would love you to answer first. Then in our section El Tesauro, I would love it if you could teach me to greet and introduce myself in different situations. So formal situations, informal situations in Spanish, of course. And uh, then I know you've got some challenges to put me to the test. Ah, that's right. Great. So let's get started. Are you ready to become an A-hero? Lista. So why don't you start by telling me um, what you have been doing? Sure. So at work, I have been trying to introduce myself to some of my colleagues or to try and become a bit more conversational with my Spanish-speaking colleagues. And what do you usually say? Hola. <laughs> and then I, then I get a bit stuck. Oh, well, that's a good first step. Uh, that is a, a neutral way of uh, greeting somebody in Spanish. But you can also use different phrases depending on the time of the day. Um, that is, buenos días. Buenos días. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. And buenas noches. Buenas noches. Did you know those? I've definitely heard them before, but I don't think I've ever actually used them. And when do you think they are used? Well, I'm assuming buenos días for the morning. Buenas tardes, afternoon, and buenas noches in the evening. Exactly. So buenos means good and días means morning. 
Well, in Spanish, the phrase uses plurals and would literally be translated as good days. Ah, okay. So plurals I haven't quite got to yet, but I see that the literal translation would be good afternoons and good evenings. Mm, yes. Um, strictly speaking, Spanish does not distinguish between evening at night. So buenas noches would also comprise good nights. And, well, as well as good evenings. So if you want uh, the equivalent in English, there you go. Good to know. And this is also reminding me in Spanish, of course, there are feminine and masculine nouns. So that's the reason behind the buenos and buenas, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, it is el día. Uh, el día is a masculine noun. And that's why it is buenos días. And la noche is a feminine noun. And that's why we say buenas noches. Wait a second, Hector. What's masculine about the day and feminine about the night? This doesn't make any sense. I, I know it is confusing at the beginning, especially if your linguistic background is a language similar to English with non-gendered nouns. We'll explore this in detail later on this season, but just take it as, as, as it is. We have... Feminine nouns and masculine nouns sometimes is not, as you said, straightforward. Okay, I'll just have to learn them then. <laughs> so, buenos días, buenas tardes, and buenas noches. And then? Um, then it's time to say who you are. Do you know how to say that? I think I got this wrong earlier. It would be, hola, yo soy Katrina. Uh, great. Now you use the correct verb, um, yo soy. Do you know what verb is that? I think this comes from ser, correct? Mm, yes, uh, yo soy, that is accurate. Um, something you may have already noticed is that in Spanish, it is not mandatory to always add the pronoun. Let me break this down. Um, the equivalent of yo soy in English is I am, where I is a pronoun and am is the verb that is a verb to be, in this case, a verb to be conjugated. Um, given that in English, verbs are not normally conjugated here, um, actually verb to be is an exception more than a rule, um, you always have to include a pronoun in a sentence. In Spanish, it isn't so. The conjugation will tell what person you're referring to. So if I were to introduce myself, I can either say yo soy Héctor or soy Héctor. So I can either say, yo soy Katrina, or simply, soy Katrina. Mm, well done. Mm -hmm. Is this um, more difficult or easier than in English, would you say? I mean, arguably easier if I can miss out a little bit of the sentence. That's just less to learn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And there, there is an, also another way of saying your name in Spanish. Ah, Hector. <laughs> so um, this is, um, here we're going to learn the full phrase, hola. Me llamo Héctor. Hola, me llamo Katrina. Great. And which version is more common to use? Me llamo is way more common than soy or yo soy. It, it is literally translated as I call myself. So if you're being introduced for the first time, you can say mucho gusto after you say your name. So in this case, pretending that we are um, being introduced, I would say, uh, yo soy Héctor, o me llamo Héctor, mucho gusto. Hmm. Okay, so, me llamo Katrina, mucho gusto. 
I, I would like to add a pronunciation note here. Uh, vowel sounds in Spanish are less dynamic, so to say, than they are in English. For example, you said mi amo. Let's start with the first word. The pronunciation is me. And uh, the sound is the same sound that we are going to find in the word egg. Okay, so it's an open e, me. Me. Exactly. And now the second word I would like to focus on is llamo. And um, here I would, I would like to focus on the ending, the letter o, or the sound o. O. Mm -hmm. So uh, in, in this case, uh, it is the same sound that we find in the word horse. So it's a completely round o. And so then it would be not pronounced llamo. Instead, it would be llamo. Me llamo Katrina. Exactly. I'm impressed. Gracias. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay. um, great. So that's super. But it would also be nice to have a few other options, ways of greeting people. Are there maybe a few more that are more formal, less formal than the ones we've learned so far? Um, yes. So for that one, we would have to uh, go to our section, El Tesauro. So this section called El Tesauro is where we'll learn new expressions to extend our repertoire and I'd like to get started with some formal expressions to greet somebody. So Hector, what should I say if I meet someone within this context? Well, you can add some formality to our greeting by using the word muy, which means very. So you can say muy buenos días, muy buenas tardes, and muy buenas noches to greet some uh, to greet somebody in a more formal manner. Excellent. I'll definitely try and use those soon. Mm -hmm. That is a great idea, actually. Putting what you learn to practice as soon as you can will help you put um, this phrase or phrases into context and remember them more easily. Perfect. And what about slightly more informal situations? So, for example, I was saying I would like to become more conversational with some of my colleagues at work. Um, what could I use that would uh, make them think that I'm pretty conversational in Spanish already? What sort of informal greeting would I need? Uh, well, for, for more informal situations, you can just remove uh, the second word and just use buenos uh, or buenas, depending on the time of the day. Ah, okay. So, buenos instead of buenos días. And buenas instead of buenas tardes or buenas noches. That's right. Perfect. And um, Hector, I know that you're from Mexico City. Is there any sort of greeting that's more typical for you? What would you usually say around your friends? Um, yes. In Mexico City, uh, we typically say que onda. Que onda. Yeah. What does this mean? Yeah, uh, it's uh, an expression that would equate to what's up. Uh, it literally translates what wave, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Not so much, but um, <laughs> is this just used in Mexico? Um, well, um, cultural products such as TV, music, uh, radio and whatnot um, uh, are from Mexico are very mm, well known in the Spanish speaking world. Um, so I think that maybe not a lot of 
people use it, but they do identify it as something typical from Mexico. Okay, so they'll, they'll know what you're meaning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there is there something similar in, in Scottish English? Hmm, I don't think for, for greeting, there's nothing so distinctive that sets you apart. Um, no, not so much. But for example, the, the accent, the Scottish accent is very distinguishable, right? Usually, yeah. A lot of people tell me mine's not good enough. It's not strong <laughs> enough. But, <laughs> but uh, on average, yeah, it could be quite tricky to understand. Mm. But word-wise, we don't have a huge variation in greetings. Yeah, and whenever you are in Mexico, yeah, you can say que onda. I know that in Uruguay, it's um, they also use it quite quite often, and um, because I think in Uruguay there's a a uh, big taste for Mexican telenovelas. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so <Don't> spread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, good to know. But uh, before we overwhelm me with all this new Spanish, uh, maybe we should put me to the test, Hector. Yes. So uh, we're going to divide our tests into two parts. The first one is going to be a quiz, mm-hmm. but given that uh, quizzes are not real life, we're also going to do a role play. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the first question. Um, what greeting do you use in the morning? And um, what is the formal and informal equivalence for this expression? Okay, so the mornings, so I have Diaz. Buenos, buenos dias. And if I want to make that more formal, I can say muy buenos dias. And informal, buenos. Okay, and what about the afternoon? Um, Buenas tardes, muy buenas tardes for more formal or just buenas. Exactly, okay. And what greeting do you use in the evening? In the evening, uh, it's also feminine, so I would have buenas noches. Uh, muy buenas noches if I'm being formal or just buenas again okay and is there any difference between evenings and nights Uh, it's a good question Hector in Spain I don't know what happens or (laughs) Spanish speaking countries Um, I mean for me there would be a difference between good afternoon good evening and good night but I guess tardes comprises afternoon and evening yes um I think that this also has to do with some geographical aspect. Um, I mean, uh, in Mexico, it doesn't uh, it doesn't go dark as quickly <laughs> as here in Northern Europe. Um, or uh, also, when it's summer here, days extend forever. Ten p.m., eleven p.m. You can still have some sunlight. Still saying buenos dias. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I I I don't know if that has anything to do um, with with the perception, but yeah. So you would use noches for the evening, okay. uh, starting at around seven p.m. Hmm. and um, then would be like that until you go to bed. Okay. Excellent. Okay. And um, tell me two ways in which you can introduce yourself. Ah, true. So I can either say, yo soy Katrina, or maybe the more standard, me llamo Katrina. Very good pronunciation. 
<laughs> okay, good. So now let's um, let's role play. Uh, let's um, do some role plays. And um, here I am going to set the scenario. I am going to describe mm -hmm. it, and you are going to t tell me the phrase that suits best. Okay. okay? Uh, so it's 9 a.m. on a Monday morning, and your Spanish-speaking boss enters the door. What would you say? I mean, I would love to say, que onda, <laughs> but I feel like maybe my Spanish-speaking boss might fire me. So probably I should say... Not if he's very friendly. <laughs> Not if we're very friendly, that's true. Um, if he's uh, a scary sort of boss, I'd probably say, muy buenos días. Or feeling that just buenos dias. Exactly. Very good. Now, uh, it is um, it is two p.m. and you bump into an old friend of yours into the street. I feel like the answer to all of these are que onda. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I could also say two p.m.s afternoon, just buenas. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like instead of buenas tardes, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and if it's 7 p.m. and while you're leaving the office, you meet a colleague of yours. Um, here, I'd probably say buenas again to con clear up the confusion between tardes and noche. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> Can be also informal uh, and very economical. <laughs> get over the time <laughs> issues. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now um, we're going to. Um, extend our role play a little bit more. So I am a newbie at Babel and you want to make me feel welcome. Okay. Um, Hector, how do I how do I say welcome as in welcome to Babel? Oh, okay. You could use bienvenido for mm -hmm. a man mm -hmm. or bienvenida for a woman. Bienvenido, bienvenida. Exactly. Okay. So I'm welcoming you. I could say Bienvenido, Hector. Uh, me llamo Katrina. Mucho gusto. Uh, mucho gusto, Katrina. Me llamo Hector. Y soy nuevo en Babel. I'm new at Babel. ¿Y qué tal? Um, muy bien, gracias. ¿Qué tal? Muy bien. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just point out here, you use the phrase, ¿qué tal? And this is also widespread in the Spanish-speaking world. Uh, it's very yeah. similar to que onda, and it's, um, I would say, a little bit more neutral. Que tal okay. uh, can, can be used with your boss or also with friends. Oh, good. It's a good phrase to know. Yeah. Good. So, uh, I, I guess this closes our, our test for today. I hope I passed. Yes, uh, <laughs> definitely. Very good. <laughs> well done. <laughs> So um, tell me what, what you would like to do next time. Well, I've already seen that there's this issue with the, the different forms of you. So tú, usted, ustedes, vosotros. And all of these words in English just translate to you. So that's always a bit tricky, I think, especially for, for English native speakers. Yeah, let's let's jump into that next time. It's a, a hot topic and <laughs> I, I, I hope I can help with that. I'm sure. So, listeners, if you're an A0 like myself and would like to keep me company on my language learning journey while sharpening up your Spanish basics, then please subscribe to this podcast. Yeah, and if you would like to get in touch with us, just send us an email to podcasting at babble.com. Put A0 to A hero in the subject and we'll read all your comments and suggestions. Don't forget to subscribe to A0 to A hero 
wherever you get podcasts and leave us a review. Hasta luego. Hasta luego.